Support for this podcast comes from Smartwater. Want to get a little more from every sip? Smartwater Alkaline doesn't just taste crisp and pure. It's loaded with everything you need to perform at your best, whether you're running marathons or boardroom meetings. Elevate how you hydrate and pick up a Smartwater Alkaline today. To learn more, visit drinksmartwater.com. Drink run. Here we go. McCafe coffees, shakes, and drinks. Ain't no thing. You the man. Yeah, that's what they're going to say. Oh, Kevin, thank you so much. We love you. That's right. You the champ. The drink run champ. Welcome to McDonald's. How can I help you? Own the drink run, Kevin. Own it. Now get a small smoothie, shake, or frappe for $2 on McDonald's one two three dollars menu. Prices and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. All right, we got a special NFL draft show here on 610 Sports Radio tonight from 6 to 7. It's the day shift. Henry Lake and Jay Binkley alongside Therese Paler from the Kansas City Star. And now we bring into the conversation Pete Sweeney from Arrowhead Pride. What's going on, Pete? You know, fashionably late tonight. Uh, <laughs> I know I mean, you're not. I don't know about you. You were early, actually. Aren't you humbled by these draft experts? Or I am. By? I am. They're all over it, man. That's why, you know, I, I look to my right. I got Therese Paler, who's breaking it down. I turn to my left every day, and I got uh, Jay Binkley. So we're good. A lot of break. A lot of, t- lot of mock talk in the breaks. It's, it's <laughs> a lot of mock talk. Pete Sweeney's been doing some stuff at 610. He's going out there getting audio with us. He's been going to the press conference. So this is Pete Sweeney having to be at the Brett Veach press conference uh, this past Friday. And I know you really want to talk about him. But first of all, before we play your cuts, you, you cut three things here uh, from Veach's press conference. Did you come away like other previous? Because I did not. Listening to Veach was different than Dorsey. It wasn't best player available. There was some of that. But it didn't seem as GM speakish to me with Brett Veach. You know, talking about all the things that he talked about. Did you come away thinking, all right, this is GM talk before a draft? Dorsey reminded me of, you know, maybe almost like Veach's father, whereas Veach kind of seems like the younger guy who now, you know, maybe dad's on vacation and is ready <laughs> To finally, okay, now I can really do what I want. Or, or, or almost reminds you of like a 21-year-old uh, in Vegas for the first time and is just ready to do things his way. And it's adding a fun element, I think, to this entire draft process for the Chiefs. No, he is. And Lake and I read this thing in LA Times. Sam Farmer put it out. But these young GMs. Everybody's talking about these trades that are happening. It's the young GMs. It's a new age. They're on Twitter all the time. They're on. They're texting and everything else. It's in less needs of the world. The Brett Veaches. This is what he had to say at the press conference. Get your reaction here, Pete. I think that's maybe just kind of who I am, and uh, I have uh, a group of guys up there that are are worried I'm going to be too aggressive. So I'm glad I have those guys. And we've, you know, and everyone does this, and we've done this the last five years. You kind of go through through mock drafts, just like you see online, but we kind of play that game ourselves in regards to, you know, what do we do if, or what about if this guy slides? And uh, I think every scenario had me, you know, trading up, and my guys are like, we got a lot of good picks here, so I, I think I'll have a good group of guys kind of, you know, help me out there. He's aggressive. Therese and I might be tearing up our mock drafts. He might screw it all up because this guy's fun to watch, but you, your reaction on that aggressiveness and having to be, I call it the get-back coach. The guys in college football that keep everybody back. Sounds like Veach needs a get back coach because he wants to trade up all the time. It's funny that he's surrounding himself with people that have to hold him back. And I think that's really smart for him, being as aggressive as he is. I mean, we've seen him. Is that a yes man? <laughs> exactly. We've seen him even in free agency and trading, you know, be aggressive. And, 
you know, to hear him talk about mock drafts, like it's one thing for you, know, you and Therese to do these mock drafts. These are like the livelihood of college people that will shape the rest of their lives. And they're just running through mock drafts. And yeah, maybe what do you think his online name won't. is? You know what? Good question. Good question. <laughs> Therese, I've probably seen him in some, uh, <laughs> some corner of the Internet. He is on social media somewhere. <laughs> I, I fully believe that. Um, I'll also say this, though. Like, all those guys that are in the room with him telling him, like, keeping him from being too aggressive, like, they know Brett really well because it's the same scouting staff that was here five years ago with a bunch of guys who got promoted. Ryan Poles, you know, Daniel Ricci, all these guys have been promoted. So, um, yeah, I, they know him is my point. They, believe me, they know him. They, I'm sure they anticipate some guys he loves and some guys that they'll want to move up and get. Uh, but that that's the thing. Even though they, they, they got rid of Dorsey last year, um, they kept most of it intact, and those guys know Brett pretty well. Well, the one thing, too, Pete, you want to play the difference between Dorsey and Veach because <laughs> I do think there's a difference. I don't know if I can put my finger on, on anything, but I know as a staff we just we continue to evaluate ourselves and, and you know um, you know evaluate the the draft and, and the pockets of players and where they go and and you know being smart about things. You know sometimes um, you know one thing that I've probably noticed over the last three or four years is you know when you see a guy get him, you know, and 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 it's not always um, you know you don't always have to acquire picks. You know sometimes I I think. The, the draft equity is the most valuable asset you have, but also another valuable asset that you, you have is your ability to evaluate talent and to be confident in guys, and and um, and that's where I think my aggressiveness comes in. So, you know, sometimes if you trade back, uh, you know, there are guys on the board that, you know, you feel better about. So uh, I think we'll we'll operate with that mindset. Yeah, I mean, we saw Dorsey trade out of the first round to, you know, acquire more picks, but then we've seen Veach trade away picks you know for cam irving for reggie ragland i just think it's it's definitely different because to me and therese can speak to this i don't know if you agree with me or not but dorsey seemed like just loved acquiring picks and just wanted to have that wiggle room in the nfl draft where it seems like veach if he likes his guy and he's he's within reach he's not afraid to give him up yeah especially you know dorsey more than a lot of guys i've met like loves the concept of evaluating talent and like in a lot of ways the draft is the Super Bowl for a guy like that when they have the time to just pour through tape. So the years where John like broke down the most tape, like he wanted all the picks because <laughs> it was a chance to prove like how much you knew. Like that subconsciously that's what that is. Um I think I think Brett does a, a a ton of work as far as like evaluating players and watching the tape and grinding the tape. But I think I think I don't think he's necessarily married to the picks as much as he is to getting Andy like good players so they can win. And that's a hard line when you love to draft and you love to evaluate. That's a really hard line to toe. And he'll have to that's something he's gonna have to deal with too, because that that swings the other way. He'll give up the picks to go up and get a guy he really likes. And maybe that's not always what's best for him. So they've got to be on the right track and on the same wavelength there. All of them, the whole organization does. We've seen he's not afraid to go get guys he likes. When he got Watkins and Hitchens, he had said, one of the first things I did when I was here was call about these guys. So he has guys he's li- he likes, and he's not going to really want to, and that's why he has these men around him. He's not going to want to give them up if they're within reach. It's just going to be an interesting... Like, it'd be great to be a fly in that draft room because I'm sure there's going to be some heated discussion given his aggression and him being the guy now. He wanted Hitchens, and he wanted Watkins. He's willing to overpay for Watkins, even though the price of receiver went up this year, but he wanted those two guys. He went and got them. Here's the makeup, Pete, that he's looking for. 
Yeah, I mean, I think you, you saw it with the our free agency approach with, you know, with with Anthony Hitchens and, and going back to Reggie Ragland. I mean, we're just looking for for guys that kind of bring a, a temperament with them. You know, tough football players, guys that love the process, and and guys that just want to be a member of the kingdom. That was one thing that stuck out to me. I wrote an article on it for ourheadpride.com was during the Hitchens opening press conference, he said mindset eight times. I just think that's a huge part of this for him where before he's going to get any players, even I think this weekend, he has in his mind what their makeup needs to be. You know, he, I think like Dorsey, he wants guys that, that love football, but there's been, an, there's been a readjustment of what exactly that makeup is for Beach, and that's why I think you saw a guy like Marcus Peters go, and who, who knows what the reasons 100% are for that, but I, I don't think it fit exactly that mindset, and I think that's going to be something to pay attention to as he makes his selections this weekend. Great stuff, man. Pete Sweeney, check him out on Twitter, at PJ Sweeney on Twitter. Also check him out, all the great articles at Pride. Dot com. Happy to have you on the show, and uh, we look forward to everything that you're going to do for Six Cents Sports Radio coming up here. Yeah, looking forward to it. We guys. appreciate it. All right, final segment. We're just going to have a general, you know, NFL draft topic conversation with uh, Therese Paler from the KC Star here in the final segment of the NFL Draft Show here on Six Ten. Hello, I'm Spencer Hall from SB Nation, and I want to tell you about my new show. It seems smart. It seems smart is a show about people doing things that for some reason or another, seems smart at the time. Those things might include doing a little cocaine and driving a bike up a mountain. Or, I don't know, maybe racing 100 miles per hour across the country in the middle of the night with no one's permission. Or even stealing a bat from an umpire's room in a Major League Baseball park. Check it out, and if you like it, tell a friend. I'm Spencer Hall. Don't do anything smart.